The following audio content is a talk given at the Inn, a college ministry of University Presbyterian Church in Seattle, Washington. For more information, please visit our website, theinnseattle.org. We invite you to join us each Tuesday at 9 p.m. on the corner of 16th and 47th in Seattle's U District. We've been talking about uh, kind of going through the uh, kind of the gospel proclamation process here, okay? So uh, Carly talked to you guys about Jesus, who Jesus was. She spoke to his humanity a little bit. Uh, one, one thing she focused on is the fact that Jesus wept, okay? It's actually in that Lazarus story. It's the shortest verse in the Bible, but he wept. He feels our, our human emotion. He was fully man and fully God. That means he feels the flat tire that you feel when someone just gives you a flat tire, like Jesus got flat tires. She didn't say that, but I think she said, she basically said that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and then Brooke spoke on sin last week. I don't know if you guys remember this, but she spoke on sin, which is kind of a tricky thing to talk about. And it's an even trickier thing to, to receive because it kind of brings up the fact that you are a sinner. and You are so good at it. You guys are so good at sinning. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. But no one, I swear, is better than I am. I am a better sinner than all of you guys because I ignore it all the time. I totally ignore it all the time. And she brought up sin and that that's part of our lives and it's a condition that we have. And uh, so I'm going to talk about the cross. Uh, some of you guys wear it on your necklace, necklaces. Someone's probably got a tattoo. Don't raise your hand. Yep, there you go, see? I just said, don't raise your hand, I got three. Uh, that means there are a few that are probably like, oh, whew, beat it. Uh, so uh, we got tattoos, we got necklaces. Um, right there, see, another cross right there. Uh, boom, there's another one right there. We see it all the time, but what does it mean? Like, what does the cross mean? Do we really know what the cross is? Do we understand it? Uh, do you guys know that the cross is, on Good Friday, do you guys know that that's like the, the holiday, a celebration of Jesus dying on the cross. Do you guys know that? I don't, I don't know if I really knew that, but I'm sure there are some of you that didn't know that. And that's totally okay. If you didn't know that, that's okay. Don't be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't nod my head like my neighbor here. Uh, I've only been to church like twice. Is this church or is this, what is this? Uh, it's okay if you didn't know what Good Friday was because I went, to, I grew up in the church and I grew up going to Young Life and I don't remember when I found out what that Good Friday was celebrating Jesus dying on the cross. So, uh, I don't know what that means, but I'm with you if you didn't know what it was, okay? Um, so I'm going to give you a little uh, visual that I've been kind of, uh, it's been materializing slowly, and I feel like God has kind of like given it to me somehow, but it's been developing. It's, it's imperfect for sure, but um, I'm going to roll with it, and you guys hopefully make sense to you, okay? So, oh, Brooke also talked about shalom, uh, uh, it's uh, shalom, the idea that we are right with God. Perfect relationship, the way we're intended to be uh, peace in our relationships, okay? So, this, here's the image, okay? You ready? I am Adam and Eve. Getting a glare off my glasses. So, I'm Adam and Eve, both of them. Aren't I beautiful? Natural. <laughs> I'm clothed, though. Uh, so, uh, I'm Adam and Eve, and... When God created man, he said that he was good. Very good, in fact. The world was good. Man was very good. Okay? And in our, the way we we're intended to be, we were in perfect relationship with God. Adam and Eve were, okay? Perfect relationship. Like, so this is the image I have. 
It's Adam and Eve on their knees, okay? So this isn't just me like taking a rest. I'm on my knees, Adam and Eve, and I'm here, okay? I'm looking up towards God, and my hands are out, ready to receive the Holy Spirit, ready to receive God, and to do whatever he tells me to do. Like, Adam and Eve are like, yeah, we're doing whatever God, like, you, God said, you guys go rule the world, go rule the earth. You guys oversee the earth. And they're like, yes, we'll do it. And that serpent came and said, slid it up, and was like, hey, because God said, just don't eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And the serpent slips up, this evil serpent, snakes, evil, whatever, serpent came up and go, hey, eat that, eat that tree, that fruit, look at, look at it, it looks so good. It's like whatever fruit you love that's just in season and, and delicious and sweet and flavorful. Uh, I don't know if there's any fruit in season right now, it's winter, it's, it's a terrible time for fruit. Oranges? Um, okay, so it's whatever fruit you love and it's ripe and it's just so sweet that the, the serpent's like, go eat it. Like, it's so good. Just eat it. You can do it. Oh, what's God going to do? What's he really going to do to you? He says he loves you. What's he going to do? Okay? And, and Adam and Eve are like, they're like, no, but we're here. This is how we're supposed to be. This is our natural relationship. I do what God tells me to do. He loves me and I love him. This is perfect. And they're finally like, okay, well, uh, what's this fruit thing? Let's, I mean, what's he really, what, 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 what God really do? And they take a bite, right? And sin enters this world. They turn their back on God because they had a good relationship with God. They had a really good thing going, like the best thing possible to have going with God. Perfect relationship. Shalom is kind of the overarching word I'm going to put on there, okay? And sin enters the world. And uh, so this is the image all of a sudden, okay? They're here, perfect, perfect relationship, covenant, uh, shalom. And all of a sudden, sin enters, and they're like, huh. Well, first of all, they go, I'm naked. And all of a sudden, they're like, well, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Before they were totally cool with being naked. It was like a thing. It was like, now we're naked. We're cool. And also it was like, oh. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, these are. Uh, this, this is... <laughs> okay, 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 okay. This is what would happen though. This is this is seriously what happened. I swear. This is what Adam, Eve would go like this. She'd go, huh. Well, these aren't very big. She would. She would say that. Because at first, when she was in perfect union with God, she didn't care. She didn't think about her, how big her breasts were, how perky they were, okay? <laughs> Stick with me. Okay, I swear she does. She was like, huh, these aren't very big. And she was like, she started doing this. She's like, huh, I like to be in a little, I thought I was more, oh, I didn't realize I had this, this, I don't like this. I should stop doing something. And she started <laughs> analyzing her body. And this is what Adam did, okay? College ministry, cool. He goes, uh, huh, don't look at it. Don't look at it. I swear, it's not like that. I've got, okay, so I'm just, I'm speaking to the insecurities, all right? Okay, so you get it. So they're here, perfect unity, we're going back, perfect unity with God, and they go here, sin enters the world, and what do they do? They're like, oh my gosh, we're naked, we gotta cover up. And this is what they do, though, this is, this is, this is how we do it, they start, they, they take their eyes off God, and they're here, and they're here. Their, their hands aren't open anymore. They're, now they're here. And they're going, huh, that fruit was good. I wonder if there's more fruit over here. I want more fruit because that was good. Even though I have this sin thing and I'm separated from God, I have now tasted the fruit, and it is good. And I want more. So uh, maybe it's over here. I'll go uh, climb this hill, and I'll go find this more fruit. Or And they keep just, it's just seeking. They're seeking for more and more and more to fill themselves with. Because before, they were totally filled with God. They had this God-shaped hole, and God was filling it. And they were in really good shape. And then all of a sudden, we started filling it with something else. 
Whatever you, whatever, whatever. All good things. Too much of it, not a good thing. And they were filling, they were filling, filling, filling. They wanted more. They took their eyes off God and they started reaching. They weren't like this. They were reaching for whatever they wanted. Okay. So that's a little recap. That's a little, little visual for you. Okay. Sin. Separation from God. They're out from their knees and they're running around looking for as much as they can to fill them. Okay. And we were, the world wasn't in great shape. Like it wasn't, things weren't really going that well. And uh, God was going, well, they kind of screwed that up with the whole uh, eating of the fruit thing. Uh, that wasn't, you know, wasn't, uh, well, we got to do something about it. What are we going to do? Because the wages, it says in Romans, right? The wages of sin is death, right? So we were just dying. We'd lost that communion with God. So we're just dying. And uh, so uh, God was like, you know what? I love the world so much. I love the world and everyone in the world so much that I'll give my one, my one and only son. And I'll send him to the earth in the form of Jesus, right? Fully God, fully man. Okay. So Jesus comes to the earth on a rescue mission, essentially, right? He's coming here to save the, save the world, to save us, because we've turned our backs, we're going to do our own thing. And uh, a rescue mission is really just a mission until you actually rescue somebody, right? Like in Saving Private Ryan, like you haven't saved anybody while you're looking for them. Like it's one thing like, oh, we're saving Private Ryan. You guys have seen that movie? I mean, it's a little older. Jeez, we need a new movie for that, huh? You've seen it. Okay, talking to you. Okay, so they're out searching for the lost military guy. But they're just searching for him until they've actually found him. And so the mission isn't complete until you've found someone. Well, Jesus came to this earth, and you read all through the Gospels. Jesus is healing people. He's preaching in the, in the church. He's with his disciples. He's, he's all over the place. And there's this following. People are, word is getting out like crazy, which is weird to think about in our current age because word gets out now on your phones like that. But think about the word getting out when there was nothing. Like, like for word to get out, like from here to, uh, like shoreline would probably take like three days, two days here to shoreline. Like you think word getting out and there were, anyway, just thought of that. And I thought I would give you a little perspective. Just keep thinking on that maybe. So, uh, rescue mission, Jesus on a rescue mission. So something had to happen because the wages of sin is death, and therefore, something had to happen. And the reality is, is for us to be saved, someone had to die. And we had been dying, and so Jesus came to die. He was on a rescue mission to die. Uh, and there was no way he was going to get around it. Uh, because even though he was fully God, he was fully man, he was in perfect relationship with the Father. Okay, so Jesus, fully man, perfect relationship with the Father. And God was like, God goes, Jesus, you're my son. I'm sending you to the earth, and I want you to die for the sins of man. And uh, that is a powerful thing because that is him dying for my sin and him dying for your sin and him dying for every, everyone's sin from the time that he died on and in the time of the people living, Right? He died for our sins, everyone's sin, up on one man. 
Okay, so I'm going to read you a little bit of the story. Uh, so he's in the garden of, he, he's, it's getting ready to happen. It's getting ready to go down. And Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane. And uh, he knows what's coming. He's starting to freak out a little bit. Okay. And, uh, and he's praying to himself because he doesn't want to do what he doesn't want to do it. Uh, this page. This page. Found it. Okay. It says Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them. Not sure how far Jesus was throwing stones, but you reckon 40 yards. He knelt down and prayed, okay? He prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet, not my will, but yours be done. He is freaking out. He's about to die. I don't know. None of us ever had to go through the process of almost dying. I don't think. Maybe out there. I don't know. That would be weird. Not weird. It just, I don't know about it. So, <laughs> he's freaking out. And an angel, it says an angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. Okay? And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. Like, he is stressing out, like hardcore stressing. He's sweating blood. He's going to die, and he is human, and he's going, oh, my goodness, what is happening? He's like, God, if I don't have to do this, like, now's the time. Like, now's the time to, to kind of take this thing away. Um, speaking of that, uh, when I was, uh, I was in high school and I was dating this girl, we'll call her Courtney because that's her name. <laughs> I won't give you her last name because Facebook, uh, you could look her up and like make a comment. Hey, Brian, uh, talked about you. Um, so if you ever talk, don't say people's last names anymore because there's too much access. Um, so this girl named Courtney, we were dating and it was not the best relationship. I knew I shouldn't have been in it. Uh, my parents were like, so Courtney, huh? Oh, this is, oh gosh, I wish I, no, we got time. So I go to a dance with her, Bally High, Girl Guy Dance, and I'm getting ready to go to pictures, okay? And my dad and mom, I'm getting, out of, getting ready to go out of the house, got my black shirt and my pink tie because it matches her dress, right? <laughs> Don't we do that in high school? Matches the dress, right? Okay, and I was like, yeah, looks fly. And I'm like, all right, mom, dad, see you heading off to, to take pictures. And they're like, okay, honey, yeah, we'll see you at the dance. <clears throat> what? I remember this. I was like, all right, see you guys. All right, see you at the dance. What? Oh, yeah, we'll see you at the dance. Why? Mom? Dad? I got plans at that dance. They do not involve you being there, okay? And uh, they're like, oh, yeah, we're, uh, we're chaperones. We didn't tell you? I'm like, no. I would have remembered if you were chaperoning the dance where I was going with this girlfriend who I shouldn't really be dating, and I knew it. And, uh, yeah, of course I didn't. I would remember that if you had told me. Uh, so, uh, there's a reason why I told that story. <laughs> Sweating, hardcore, girls sleeping. Okay, man. 
This is a test, okay? Pop quiz, all right? Well, what did I say last? <laughs> Who's paying attention? Yes! Thank you! Okay. <laughs> She's going on deputation, ladies and gentlemen! Um, best listener. Okay, so... I was, I remember being, um, I remember God was, God really did this. He put it, he was like, Brian, you need to break up with her. And I knew it. Like, it was in my stomach. It was every Sunday. It was really weird. Every Sunday, God, I felt like it was like, I was like, oh, I've got to break up with her. And I was like, I don't want to. And so I would ignore it because I was in high school, right? And I would ignore it. And then like the next Sunday, it was like, oh my gosh, you should break up with her. And I was like, I don't want to. And then I was like, okay, God, I'm going to go break up with her. Yep, I'm going to do it. See? Walking to break up with her. Tell me not to. Like, stop me now. Come on, stop me now. Like, now's the chance to stop me because I'm going to do it. Don't you doubt me. And he didn't, he didn't stop me because he wanted me to break up with her. But this would, be, this would be a time where Jesus is like, God, do, you, do I have to do this? Like, stop me now. Like, stop me now. Now's the time. Um, and God, just like he did with me and Courtney, he did not stop him because this was the purpose of his life was to die. And uh, so he prays. He's, he's freaking out. And uh, he, gets, he goes on to be disowned. Not disowned. Betrayed. Different word. Betrayed. He gets betrayed. Judas betrays him, right? For like coins, for like silver. Uh, the savior of our world was betrayed for a bag of silver. Uh, it's a little, um, it's like, it's weird to think about because he's obviously worth not an amount of money, but it's just weird. Um, so <laughs> Jesus dies on the cross. He gets crucified. We have, I think a lot of us have an idea what that looked like, right? Whips. He was totally mangled. Uh, you guys may have seen the Passion of Christ. The Christ. Well, you have seen it or you've seen a video or something. Uh, but he's, he is uh, tortured to death. And uh, he, it needed to happen. When Jesus dies on the cross, he takes, his, he takes our sin with him. And he gives us, it gives us life. We've, set, we've been separated from God. Right? We've gone our own way. God's, God's the stand. We've gone our own way. We're, getting, we're looking for fruit, the sweetest fruit. We're like, nah, nah, nah. Don't want it. And Jesus dies on the cross. And even though we've turned our backs, right? We said, I do my own thing. I'm going to date Courtney, right? I'm going to do it, even though I know I shouldn't. I'm going to do it anyway. And God, God dies on the cross so we can have a relationship with him again. Because we, had a, we, we weren't able to do this. We, were, we couldn't be face-to-face with God because of this sin, that was this condition that we all had. And when Jesus died on the cross, he took our sin our sin was lifted and he took it upon himself on the cross. And he didn't just take the good people. This is, he didn't just take the sin of the good people. He didn't just die for the good people. Uh, you guys might consider yourself a good person. And actually a lot of you would consider yourself a really bad person. A lot of you would. Uh, we have a hard time receiving love. It's cultural. Uh, it's the way we were raised it's the schooling, it's what we watch on TV, it's, 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 it's social media. We have a really hard time accepting love because all we see is flaws in ourselves. It's the only thing we see. 
And those are just lies because the enemy is really not creative. And so when you're like, oh, I don't look good in this, that is not Jesus saying, you don't look good in that. That's the enemy going, this is, this is easy. You don't look good in that. And Jesus is like, you are beautiful. Jesus is like, you are beautiful. If it's hard to believe, it's probably from the enemy. No. If it's hard to believe, it's from Jesus. If it's easy to believe, it's from the enemy. If it's easy to believe, he is not that creative. I, am, I do not look good in this shirt. These tails are way too long, which I thought. I thought this. Look at this. How long this is. This is like a, what is this? But this is a nice shirt. My wife got it for me. I wear it. It's from Goodwill. But it's a Pendleton. So, but I thought about it. I was like, this is long. This looks funny. Like, that's the enemy. It's maybe a small thing. But like, God's not like, hey, Brian, that shirt's a little long in the back. No. And so the enemy is not creative. And we don't accept love well. And Jesus loves us so, so much. He loves each and every one of you. you guys, just, just look at yourself for a second. This, this, I've never done this before. Just, just look at yourself. You're sitting down there. Just look at yourself. Just look at yourself. Just do it. Everyone look at yourself right now. Jesus loves what you just looked at. He loves you and your bodies. He loves you guys so much. And he, the ultimate way to show how much he loves you was to die. Because he wanted you to have life. And we didn't have it before. Because we were so consumed seeking that fruit, that sweet taste that would last a minute. I had, a, I had an orange this morning. It was really good. It had like six slices. And I was like, gosh, I just want more. I just want more of that fruit. Like this, that was a true story. I just wanted more of it, and I didn't have any more, but I wanted more. And that's just this thin nature. So I just want more. And Jesus is like, I am, I am so enough for you. Like we just don't believe it. Like he's so enough for you. And he, he communicates how much he loves you by dying on the cross. Um, I'm going to look at, uh, let's, let's, let's pull up that verse. Um, it says, when we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Now, most people would not be willing to die for an upright person, a good person, though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who is especially good, right? But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son, while we are still enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of his son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. He died for us, not just the good people, because it's easy to die for the good people. He died for the bad people, the bad people, because he loves us all. And we will be, God has restored by the death of his son. He's restored us by the death of his son. And we're given this new life. Your sin that you guys, you guys, you guys can think about your sin. I don't know what it is for you, but I sure as hell know what it is for me. And I hate it. And I'm sure you guys hate it too. And I'm sure you guys aren't really aware of a lot of it either, because I'm not, I'm, I don't either. 
that Jesus died for that sin so you may have new life with him, restored life, restored relationship. And do you know what that means? That means we were meant to be on our knees. We've gone running off looking for the, for the next fruit, the next fad, the next pair of shoes, the next new uh, whatever, leggings, uh, every, whatever, you name it. You guys have your stuff that you go for, you go after. And the cross allows us to be right back here, okay? Here we are. And it is our nature to get up and run around. I'm here, let's say I'm here in the morning. Uh, Jesus, I love you. Here's my life. I want to live for you. I want to live for you, Jesus. I do. And I really do. I really mean that. And guess what I do? It says, amen. All right, so fruit over here. Fruit over here. And I'm eating it, and I want this, I want that. I'm like, oh, Gosh, God, forgive me. Oh, I hate that I do that. Why do I go for this fruit all the time? Oh, God, forgive me. Oh, forgive me. God, will you forgive me for my sin? I know I always want the next thing. I know I want the next pair of shoes. I know I'm always looking at Nike stuff. I don't want that. I know I had too much to drink last week. I, 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 I hate that. God, forgive me. Jesus, Jesus goes, Brian, I forgive you. I died on the cross for that. I died on the cross for that sin, so you can be back here with me. So we can be back here. Like, this is for you. But this will be hard for you guys. It's hard for me to think that God died on the cross and allows us to be back in, in, in perfect relationship with God. That will be hard. It'll be something you'll, work, you'll be working on the rest of your life, is allowing yourself to be here again in a right relation with God. So um, think about that tonight. What does it look like for you to accept the fact that Jesus loves you enough to die for your sin that, that you could, although you run, although you seek things that are not God, which is sin, although you have these desires, these lustful thoughts, these dis- evil desires for people to be gone, whatever, that God will take that and allow you to be back on your knees in right relation with him because that's what the cross is. And there's a lot more to this story and Connor's going to follow up next week. Um, but right now, I want you guys to think about that. What does it mean for you that, God, that Jesus died on the cross for your sin? And how does that affect you? Do you want to be back on your knees with him? Do you, want, do you even want it? Maybe you don't. And that's something you need to, you'd probably get to pray about. God, why don't I want this? I, I so want to keep doing my own thing. I so want to do my own thing. Why do I want to do that? Uh, talk to a friend. Talk to me. Talk to an intern. Talk to a staff person. Uh, talk to a friend, though. And uh, have a conversation about it. I would really encourage that. Um, let me pray. Jesus, Holy Spirit, uh, Father, uh, you love us. And we have such a hard time understanding. Um, but uh, Jesus, uh, I want to be in right relationship with you. I want to be back on my knees. I know I run. I know I seek. Holy Spirit, forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive us. God, we pray this together. In our heads, we're praying this right now. Please pray with me. God, forgive me. I want to be back in right relationship with you. Help us to accept that, that you died for us. You already took that upon yourself on the cross. Our sin was paid for. Help us to understand the 
pray this would bring us into, into uh, a relationship with each other and a deeper relationship with you. Uh, God, and I pray that everyone heard something uh, tonight. I pray that each one of us was spoken to differently uh, and that that word was from you, Holy Spirit. Uh, so, um, Lord, you're good and we love you. We pray all this in your name. Amen.